0: Hey, it's the last, second last day of June, it's 29th, the 29th day, and it's Wednesday ladies night, (laughs) for those of us in the 254, and uh, I know it's way past Father's Day, but I want to talk about fathers, and generally about the male species. Like sometimes we take men for granted, be it brothers, be it lovers, be it fathers, be it best friends. But the male figure is so crucial in a lady's, in a girl's life, in a female's life. And sometimes we take that for granted. We assume it's our God given right for men to go out of their way for us. It's not. It is not. Men are gifts. I know the Bible says he who finds a good wife finds a good thing. Right? But I also want, I'm sure there's a verse somewhere. Must be hidden. Because for you to get a good wife, you must be an incredible man. Because think about it. If the Bible knew men just need women, they would not be specific, like a good wife. I'm telling you, it takes the right man to spot the right woman. And this evening, ah, today has just been an amazing day. The sun is out. If you're in the 254, you'll understand what I'm talking about. It's been a while since the sun embraced us with her rays like the sunset it is so beautiful it's so orange like i'm enjoying the view wherever i am okay that's how much men a good man being in a in the presence of a good man feels like it feels like sunshine in the midst of winter okay It's a fresh, it's a breath of fresh air, one. And two, the rays that come with the sun and that sunset. You can't imitate that. You can't copy that. It's just there. And unless the sun wants to come out, you can't force it. The same way the male species is. A man will just be a man. But a good man will only be, or rather will only show his rays in the presence of a good woman. Okay, so happy belated, happy Father's Day to all the men out there. For those of you looking forward to being fathers, for those of you who are already fathers, and for those of you who are currently dating, even for, to a young Boys, in terms of nephews, all right. Happy Father's Day, and your presence is important to us, personally to myself. Like, I wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't have my dad growing up, and I take that as an honor. I am truly humbled, not because. I'm loved, not because I'm deserving, but God knew, he knew Njeri would not be who she is today if she didn't have a little push from the men in her life, okay? More so men who, and I believe that is why I'm mostly, in as much as, yes, my role model is Queen Elizabeth II, Right? Mostly, the content that I'm drawn to is purely men based. For sure. Like, and it's not even something that I plan. Like, look at the things that I take pride in sports. Most of them, like, take for instance, basketball. I watch NBA men playing basketball. Because, I don't know, for some weird reason, men, I don't know, it's just easier for me and with me to draw out inspiration from men. And I don't even have to directly interact with them. Just being, just having their presence around me. just It just does something to my creative side. I kid you not. So, I'm taking this opportunity to... I just appreciate all the men out there. Okay, thank you. I don't take you for granted. I know sometimes we walk around like spoiled brats. And uh, I think I'm I'm going to blame it on our genes, like (laughs) on our species. It's a a female thing. (laughs) But never has there been a day that I've ever taken advantage or for granted any man in my life. Okay, so I appreciate all of you. I thank God for all of you. And you are those men for me. And I'll never take that back. So having said that, there's something special about today. Okay, having said that, there's something that I wrote here. Because I've been following up with, um, with the NBA drafting drafts. Okay, and uh, this is what I wrote and I really want to share this because it it stood out for me. Again, it was inspired by this upcoming new uh, players, okay. Uh, This is what I wrote. The pressure is on for these good sons. For those of you who don't understand basketball, (laughs) a goat is g-o-a-t just google that i'll not emphasize on, on anything right the sons the the goat sons take for instance um uh i will not even mention names just google it. it's sweeter that way <laughs> not everything will be spoon fed on this podcast sometimes i even want you to be so challenged that you go at the end try be involved as as in as much as involved as you can be in this so let me read this again the pressure is on for these good sons if i was loyal to your fathers believe that i'll offer the same to you i needed to understand the world however will come at you with everything they have to ensure you fail Some will dislike you and label you as privileged. Basketball has just begun, baby. This is it. There is room for everyone willing to step up. We witnessed that last season, yet this season is about to be greater. For the players who have had to work twice as hard with scholarships, this is it. It's anyone's game. I'm not worried. The only thing that will stop you is the immediate going to your head and being lazy. I am here to talk to the good sons because the burden of having to fill their father's shoes will weigh them down. That is not your job, no matter how wild or loud the crowd gets. It's not. I want you to escape to your safe place, which is why you started playing basketball in the first place. How plain it makes you feel. History has been made and remade. Steph showed us all. It's possible. It, however, didn't happen overnight. It took years, commitment, and focus. Don't hide nor live under your father's shadows as well. You are an individual. Use the fact that their DNA is the best gift they ever gave you. And let that remind you that greatness is already within you. You just have to figure out how to create your own moves, shots, and mark. The pace and standards have been set. You're not here to right their wrongs. You aren't here to fix what could have been. Gentlemen, you're just here to play ball. You have my loyalty. But you have to earn my trust in showing up for every game. If you want fans, give us wins. Okay? And I want that to resonate with all the men out there, even for the ladies, but I'm biased today. I'm, I'm more about the men. Okay? And I want the men who are going to listen to this podcast to understand it's not your job Ladies, however you can interpret that, please do, like, don't let this be, oh, you're talking about men, it's not my thing, please. Don't be closed minded be open-minded, like, when I say men, you can remove the men part, and place it as ladies, in its place as ladies, okay? It's not your job, gentlemen, to fill anyone's shoes, especially your father's or your uncle's, because Hardly do people talk about role models, especially when it comes to the boy child in the 254. And I believe sometimes men are changed. Like, some of these men grow up without dads, or they grow up having lost their fathers. And in the process, when they are older, when they want to settle down, it becomes more or less a challenge. Sorry, a challenge. And not just with the men even with the ladies it becomes a challenge so what do you do when you don't grow up with such a male figure a role model in your life you go out there and one you make your friends your family all right and two where you'll get the support in terms of someone older than you or someone who shows concern someone who shows care someone who showers you with love, automatically you register that as they want in in your life. Like they understand you, they see you. At the same time, you want to hang out with people who understand quote-unquote loss the same way you understand. Because you tell yourself, they get you. And sometimes they do. And not to say that people who don't haven't gone through the same loss that you've gone through don't understand they do understand you just have to and i believe that's the thing generally you have got to place all your cards on the table as far as friendship goes let's not even talk about relationships right now let's talk about friendship you have to place everything all your players cards on the table like no surprises whatsoever this is not a gambling thing for people to trust you they know, they don't need you to pull a joker card at the end of the day do you understand for people to want to invest in you and investing in you i mean in terms of time for people to go out of their way for people to overlook what they are going through. To come lend you a lending hand. A listening ear. That's, that's investment. And for them to do that. They have got to have this space. Whereby they feel you're willing to commit. You're not holding anything back whatsoever. Okay. It has to feel... As though you're letting them in. I mean, how you, nothing can be built with you trying to enforce anything. It has to willingly come from you. Excuse me, and it can only happen if you place all your cards on the table. Yet again, being very uncomfortable in your vulnerability in understanding even if they see you cry even if they see you broken that doesn't take away the fact that you're still an impeccable and an incredible man it doesn't take away your manhood okay being vulnerable doesn't make you less doesn't make you less it just means at that particular moment Something has triggered those emotions in you and you feel like a young boy, like that young deserted man, that young deserted lady. And it gets you back into your cocoon, the vulnerable cocoon, whereby you you hold back. But that can't happen if you don't place all your cards on the table. How am I supposed to know? How is one supposed to love you if you don't shed if all you're offering me are skills, okay, and this hard skin, how am I supposed to administer whatever I have in me, in you, if all you keep offering me are bricks of walls, you have to let those guards and walls down. I'm not saying you walk around telling everybody, hey, hey, I've gone through this and this, no. But you have got to you have got to be willing to take a chance on people. You have got to understand and trust that. When you tell people your story, when you offer your vulnerability, one, they'll not take advantage advantage of that. And two, rest assured, even if they leave, they're not leaving because you're, quote-unquote, a burden. They're leaving because their season with you no longer serves them but they are going to play a role in your life. You have got to understand. And that is why I wrote this. When I wrote this yesterday, I felt I have to share this. This I have to share. That's what I felt as I wrote it. Like, this is too good. This is too good for me to keep to myself. Like, hey, it needs to be out there, man. It has to be out there. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. Okay? Uh, at the same time I can share this as well yeah and, uh, and for you to, to be in that vulnerable state I need you to start understanding that uh, you need to go out of your way for yourself as well you need to have those tough talks with yourself not just with others with yourself first you have to start opening up to yourself first fast for you to be able for you to build this uh, open space and for you to be this welcoming to to face others and let them know what's going on with you okay so this is what I wrote you know how you always go out of your way for others with a smile on your face and joy in your heart I want you to keep the same energy and attitude when it comes to going and doing things for yourself you deserve the selfless smile as well when they ask you what you're doing tell them you're serving and showering yourself with the same affection and attention again you can't offer from an empty cup all right you can't constantly be giving 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 and yet you don't give yourself like the same way you it brings you joy and happiness to serve others I want you to start serving yourself the same generosity in going out of your way for yourself. Like, don't, be, don't just be about others. Start being about yourself, okay? That doesn't mean you're selfish. It means you're selfless, man. You're serving from a selfless place as well. Now, this is, um, this is what I truly wanted to do. To talk about, okay? Because I was, I was wondering. Uh, let me, let me, let me go back to this. Uh, whatever. In, in it, it's called the nature for, all right? With these climatic changes, all right. One minute it's cold, the next the sun is a bit shy, and uh, how do you stay warm? And I told myself. The only way Jerry stays warm is either through music, poetry, dancing, reading. Uh, yeah, reading. So, yesterday I was craving something. So, I was torn between two things. And this is what I decided to go for. Romance or a real life story. The romance novel will will be great for my imagination and will improve my language skills, but will felt sorry, but will set my entire body on fire, causing my every desire to be met and fulfilled. Then again, tonight, I'm looking for inspiration, so Commons memoir it is. So I decided to go with Commons uh, book, which is "Let Love have the last word." Let me just confirm that. Let me confirm that real first. Just a minute. I don't want let love have the last word. Yes. Yes, it is. Let love have the last word. And I'm telling you, ladies, read this book. And if you truly, truly want to give the man in your life, something exceptional if he's a reader even if he's not a reader give him this book I assure you it's it's not for every man it's for the man okay the man do you see do you see or do you do as ladies we know what works when you walk into uh, what I'm not really a shopper so let me just give you that example um, when you walk into a... What is this? Okay, let me give the perfect example because I'm not into shoes. I'm basically into... No. I am into heels. When I walk in, in a shoe store and I spot those heels, you just know. You don't even have to try them on. Mm-mm. You just know. When I wear that piece of... Those, that, that Sorry. Yes. That, that piece of... <laughs> I don't even want to. man. OK. Let me <laughs> this is me trying to fight back, like I don't want to give that example. Okay? This is you knowing when you put those sexy piece of pieces of heels on, you just know. When I wear this, it's game over, and it has nothing to do with men are going to notice you know. This is it. Like when I wear this, these heels. They just do something for my soul. Like I'm usually confident, but with this on, like, watch me go conquer the world. You know that kind of energy, that kind of extra confidence without being quirky. All right. Uh, so I went for that book, and uh, the first time I read what he wrote. Every, every greatness in me was shook. And this is where I'm telling you, I, this, is, this book is not for everyone. Okay? Listen, I say this. This is my second time reading this. The first time I was healing and now that I have overcome the past struggle, I can identify the areas I was poor in. I am good in giving love and I always assumed that's it. Love and keep it moving. I thought it was enough to just give and walk away until I started running out. Slowly, I became weary and tired because it was more philosophical until I was met with this question. Why won't you let love in? Sorry that (laughs) let me repeat that this is my second time reading this the first time I was healing and now that I have overcome that past struggle I can identify the areas I was poor in before I'm going sorry I am good in giving love and I always assume that is it love and keep it moving I thought it was enough to just give and walk away until I started running out slowly I became weary and tired because it was more philosophical until I was met with this question why won't you let me love you people don't love and show it sorry people love and show it differently and in me declining it it meant I wasn't receiving that love back it's not for me to dictate or predict nor demand Neither forsake others just because they choose to express how much I mean to them in an unmaterial or poetic way. See, that's me imposing my ways of love on them. My job is to be humble enough to just receive their intentions of love and not walk away or run away when it becomes unfamiliar because it's not coming from me yet. It's for me. Their actions are merely to serve and cater to me the way they see me and in showering me with their very best. In me rejecting them was me rejecting my own vulnerability of love. Let me give it a few minutes. Because there's a point a that just blew my mind. To understand, this is the point that blew my mind personally. My job is to be humble enough to just receive their intentions of love and not walk or run away when it becomes unfamiliar because it's not coming from me, yet it's from me. Think of the many times you've dismissed people in your life, directly and indirectly. Just because, as the perfect example I've given there, personally, I'm into poetry and material gifts. Just because this person did not present me with the gifts. But I, I used to shower others. I assumed they don't love me the way I love others. Do you understand? But I forgot that whatever this person is giving me is their way of showering me with their version of how to love me. That's their way of loving. And in me saying no to what they're giving me is not, not because that they can't afford the material things, tangibilities, that I would perhaps crave for or be drawn to in the first place. But in me rejecting the way they express love means I'm rejecting my own vulnerability of love. Meaning I'm not humble enough to receive that love. Because you can't dictate to people How to love you. How to show and how to express how they feel. How you make them feel. Like, if you make me feel good as injury, I will go above and beyond materialistically for you. If I can afford that, cool, you're getting that. Do you understand? But that doesn't necessarily mean I have to impose that on you as well. And I believe as human beings, that is where we go wrong. Realistically speaking, because we are telling ourselves, I'm good, I'm kind. So why am I not getting that kindness back? It's not that you're not getting that kindness back. It's because you've registered in your mind that unless this person comes in the package, the same package, if not better, that you're, you're accustomed to giving others, they truly don't adore you the way you feel you deserve to be adored. But can I tell you something? That's just you being who I used to be, the old injury, the one that needs healing. You need healing because you're so closed minded in thinking that's the way, that's the only way people can love you. If they can measure up. If not, if not, if not, up what you're given. but the open-minded me the one that is healed i can identify the only reason as to why i've been saying no is because i don't want to show you how vulnerable i am how the way you love me makes me feel vulnerable like i want to tell you i'm vulnerable but i don't want to show you i'm vulnerable There's a difference that's the part I want to keep to myself and I believe even back to the man in the 254 like he wants to show you I'm all man I got you I'm ambitious I can provide for you but at the same time he doesn't want he wants to tell you that but he doesn't want to show you how vulnerable he is how vulnerable you make him feel you make him feel like there's hope. And because he's, he doesn't want to familiarize himself with that, because he told himself he shut those feelings out. He finds you, quote unquote, a liability and he shuts you out. The same with ladies, the ones that, that grew up without father figures in their lives or mother figures. As well as all women generally who've been broken, any men and women, it has nothing now to do with the fathers missing or the mothers missing. That is why everyone, when we are hurt, go back to the place of hurt. When you don't want a new love in, when you don't want to let in the compliments, when someone tells you you're beautiful. And not just the regular. Oh, you, you, you look good. I like your dress. Not the vague ones. Because it has nothing to do with that material thing. It's you. You're the person giving that dress life. You're the one bringing that dress to life. So the dress doesn't look good. You are beautiful. Young lady. You are handsome. You look amazing in that suit. Goodness gracious look at you we don't want that because that's the vulnerability that comes with love you don't want that so we base it on vague things okay we want to admit we can't be vulnerable but no one is humble enough to want to show that they're vulnerable and that's the thing I'm getting rid of as of this year and so far in my life. Getting rid of, I just don't want to tell you. I'm laying all my cards on the table. I'm showing you. Okay? As, in as much as Njeri a toughie, she's a tough cookie. Njeri can throw a punch. Njeri can take care of herself. You don't need to take care of Njeri. Njeri can protect herself. Okay, but Jerry, at the end of the day, in as much as she can take care of herself, doesn't mean Jerry doesn't need a man to love on her. She doesn't doesn't mean I don't need the security of a man being in my life. Just because I can provide for myself, doesn't mean I don't need others in my life. Doesn't mean I'm a walking island. I can do this all by myself. No, no. No, I can't. I'm sorry. Not the person that I've become. Not the person that I'm shedding and becoming and showing. I'm, not, I'm no longer hiding behind the vulnerability that comes with love. I'm showing it. I'm owning it. I'm owning it. You get. And that's the thing with society so far. Like, we take things for granted and we assume it's like I, like I began this uh, episode. We assume it's our God given right. It's not. We are privileged beyond. To some extent, we are not even worthy of God's love and God's kindness. Do you understand? It's, it's an honor to have men in our lives. The same way it's an honor for these men to have women, good women by their sides. But like I've just told you, it takes an impeccable man to spot a good woman. We're all good. Naturally. Good men, good women. But it takes It takes a certain level of vulnerability in love for you to go further than the surface, than what you see and what you meet in the surface. It takes a deep diver to want to dive into your life and understand what makes you tick. Not everyone will want to dive and know what makes you tick. Some people want to meet you at the finish line and celebrate your victory. question is, are you more concerned with the people at the finish line or are you more concerned with the people around you as you're diving deep into your purpose and allowing the vulnerability it takes to be who you've become so far? Are you willing to forego that? To keep attracting people people in the finish line? Or do you just want to embrace the vulnerability that comes with being you? And see how deeper and further it takes you in this thing, so-called life. It's all up to you.